Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Tonight we'll be discussing the latest episode of Sci-Fi's 12 Monkeys, which aired Monday, April 25th. Before we break down the episode, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie that you love, and there's a 99.999% chance that someone over there is writing something amazing about it. Check out the articles and reviews. Court just put up her Outlander recaps and a pretty cool top 10 list for Lucifer. And also check out my theory on the Navy and what they could be doing in Fear of the Walking Dead, though we probably won't ever see it. I hope we see it. That was awesome. It would be good. So, yeah. Court, let the good people know how they can reach us. Well, you can find me on Twitter. I am at Jindev, and he is Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well to keep up to date on the latest articles that are posted. Be sure to use the hashtag PureFans when talking about the show so we can chat along with you. Check out Pure Fandom on Facebook and let us know what fandoms you're most interested in hearing about or reading about. So this week's episode, episode two, was titled Primary, which worked out well because it was the primary in my state. Okay, so Cole gets stranded in 2016 after an attempt to destroy the virus changes the future. It worked. Yay! Jones and Rayleigh deal with the consequences of the change timeline. It was directed by Magnus Martins, and it was written by Terry Metatalis, who's awesome, and also written by Travis Fickett. Yes. And the first thing we find out that it clearly wasn't Cassie who knocked out Ramses. Bummer. So, so who... Who knocked him out? That's my um, big question. Maybe it was another Jennifer. Well, it, or a daughter of Jennifer. But the daughters can't go back in time travel yet, or we haven't seen them do time travel. This is true. So I, my other other idea was the fact it was a future version of Cole or Cassie, mm-hmm. because it couldn't have been Ramses. Because if he would have done that, he would have blown himself up. True. So I don't know, but we or it could have been Mister Jones. Okay. Because as we know, Mr. Jones existed back back in that timeline. Like, he was working with Ramses previously. I don't know. I, I'm hoping we're going to figure this out at some point in time. They'll come back to it and just not let it... I, I need to know who knocked him out. It's a, it's a small thing, but I need to know this. Brad, what are you going to do if we never, ever, 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 ever find out? I don't know. I'll write in and um, I'll send a, I'll send a, a Twitter message to Terry Metallis and say, Dude... You got to tell me who knocked out Ramses in the episode. <laughs> well, you may actually want to write to Sean Tretta for this episode. He actually wrote the episode, not Terry. Although Terry knows because he developed it. So yeah, we'll work on that one. So yeah. we'll see. Uh, we did get to see uh, Cassie go all Sarah Connor on her up there on the uh, on that rooftop. It was pretty cool. Right. It was very, very Sarah. I don't actually. She was more River. Yeah, she did have a little bit of river going in there. She had the two gun thing going on. Now that you yeah. mention it, she just needs a, you know, dye her hair another color and she'll be fine. Yeah, like it's it's weird seeing her like this, being so badass, and then remembering how she was last season. Like if this entire episode, it felt like she and um, Cole switched places because last year she was kind of the optimist, whereas Cole, like to get the mission done, he would just kill whoever. And this time, this time around, it's her. Exactly. She's the one who brought Cole into that way of thinking. Yeah. Like he said it. He said it last episode. She changed him for the better. And I guess he kind of changed her by sending her to the future. And for him, it's only been three months. But for her, she was stuck in the future for eight months. And then she was with Deacon, who's pretty cool and badass as well. And he's like taught her a lot of things. 
Well, and she had to, you know, wear special masks because she's not immune to the virus like everybody else is. Right, right. And she had to go out and find the components. Why she had to go out, I don't know, but... Just to keep things, in, keep things interesting, I guess, you well, know? Yeah, she had to learn things, so and that's right. how she learned how to come up and just shoot everybody really quick without thinking twice. Yeah. And I, so we find out that Ramses, he still, he won't help do anything at all because he doesn't want to stop the virus from happening. Right. He's, but he, he won't hinder them. He's not going to hinder them. He's just going to help them out. Yeah. But back on the rooftop, I really like the comment that um, that Cassie gave to Nicole when she said that one line wouldn't like, uh, not every caterpillar becomes a butterfly. Yeah. Butterfly effect. And, and it just goes to show that Cassie is now the new traveler. Yeah. Which is a huge change from who she was. Yeah, it's, and it was really weird seeing how quickly she would leave him, like discounting him because he's changed. He's no longer on mission. It's, like she's she's a mini Jones. She is. And this is basically it. She's a mini Jones. She has her own thing. But that also leads me to wonder, how does this make it so that she can go back and be the scientist who sends the message in the future? Right, because that still has to happen. She's evolved past this whole thing, and she's not in that, you know, she had some little iffy things going on when she was in the field anyhow. Yeah. But now she's just totally seeing her go back to, you know, uh, day-to-day life of doing science stuff. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like that's her anymore. She's kind of moved a little bit from there. And I feel like she would go do it just to be a part of the mission, to be to do what she needs to do, to play her part. So you think she would do it anyhow? But she kinda... Well, eventually she, she has to because that's the way it's written, unless something changes on the timeline to say that she no longer does this. Right. Currently, that's how it's written because, you know, before, right. the, but that's the whole thing. Of she's, you know, it takes time travel to make time travel because she's exactly. the one who started everything. Right. And that's the whole thing with the show because remember back, way back when with the Pallid Man, like he said he recognized Cole or something from somewhere that our Cole hadn't even done yet or some timeline that Cole hadn't even visited yet, but the pallet man or somebody, they knew him already. Exactly. Not the pallet man. It was, um, Jennifer's father. Right. Right. One of those two. I'm sorry. Yeah. There was somebody, somebody who recognized him from a place that he'd never been to. Or that he hadn't been to yet, but then he did go there at the later in the season Mm -hmm. and like, Oh, that's where he knows him from. So, yeah, you can ha- well, I don't know. If, I mean, I suppose if they change things enough, she, she wouldn't actually be the one who does it. Yeah. But then that would be the point where they wouldn't be able to travel back because the, the Project Splinter would be down. Right, and that's the whole thing that um, Dr. Jones was talking about last, e- last episode when she didn't want the messengers to do anything to Cassie. Like, you can't hurt her. She still hasn't delivered her message yet. It's a whole thing with causality for her. Mm-hmm. But they've sent those messengers way back when, wherever they've sent them. So they are, they, they've done something too. Like everything has happened. I'm going to say the line that you always say. <laughs> everything has happened before and it'll happen again. Oh, speaking of happen, oh, we'll get to that soon. Yeah. We'll get to that happening before and happening again. But it, it kind of makes you think that way because, you know, the 12 went back in time to preset, preset destinations that they don't know where. Mm-hmm. But they haven't changed anything that made a massive change on the future. Well, Cole apparently does, and Cassie as well. No, we, they're we trying. We actually see it happen. No, well, yeah, we actually see that happen because they're trying to correct it. I think the twelve went back, and they're setting things in motion for what's going to happen in the future. 
Right. Like they went back farther than, you know, like the, the next episode to go back a hundred years. That's yeah. why I think, I think the 12 who did go back are just making a change back there. I think that's going to be a harder, that's going to be a more interesting thing to come up to find out about them. So, yeah. And so something had to set this all up with Olivia and the witness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm still curious who the witness is, but you know, I guess we'll get there. Yeah. It's not Ramsey. So after we got down out of the parking garage, they have uh, Cassie. Uh, is They're all in the minivan together, mm-hmm. which is like the first time all four of them have been together, I believe. At the same time, yeah. Right. And, yeah, exactly. And Cassie throws out the date of when she left. And I, I saw that scene when I was watching Jennifer, and she's kind of, you know, she she held on to that date for a very long time. Yeah, they're seeing a lot of stuff in front of her. And she just kind of, if you remember, she's a mathematics genius anyhow. Oh, yeah. So she stuck these numbers in her head. Yep. And that date is when she sends one of the daughters into the facility to get Jones. Mm-hmm. I found that really interesting that it came out the blade later on because I'm like, oh, okay. Got it. At the airport, I was surprised that they torched the virus as soon in the season. I was surprised that they torched it at all and they didn't do something more secure. Like, that would freak me out. Like, was, that's what I would say. I was like, are you sure burning that's the best option and standing right next to those fumes? Are yeah, because I think I watched too much um, Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> it's like, maybe you sh- maybe this is how the virus starts. You ever think of that right. one? Like, you burn it and it goes up into the atmosphere. What are you doing? Yeah. Hmm. Like, consult with Jennifer. She is the scientist here. Well, Cassie, too, kind of, sort of, I guess. Right. Well, you know, they're all good. Whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Well, apparently it's... it works because it changes the future somewhat and that it delays the virus being released by, what, two years? Right. But we had that cool effect of seeing the world change around Jones and her just watching it all. That was awesome. That was amazing. I was re- I really loved that part. Now, how was, your, how the thing, how was the lights with that? It was how... all... Uh, the 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 hue lighting with this one was still uh, it was seamless it was perfect yeah and it was it the lights go dim with the the lights stay the same color as the background lighting that's mm-hmm. usually in the scene mm-hmm. so like as you move leave a more yellow scene it goes from yellow to green yeah and everything the the when the time machine works that's when it's really awesome. Yeah. So nothing happened when um the time when the world was changing around Jones. It was just the the lights were going dimming in in and out a few times. Yeah. It was yeah. it's really good though. That's cool. But I like seeing her walking and all the people streaming by. And then she actually like ran into somebody at some point. Mm-hmm. It was like a ghost from future past or whatever. And as she's leaving I was I loved watching the board change from all the yeah. toy monkey stuff and how everything was changing there. Mm-hmm. But the first thing that she decides to do is she's she left the room. I was like, why is she leaving the room? And I thought, oh yeah, everybody has their motives for time travel. Mm-hmm. Jones's motive was her daughter Hannah. That was great. And so she goes to her room and gets the blanket, only to see. I, I like the fact that her name was fl- uh, fluctuating on the blanket. Yeah. So did, do you think it changed or it didn't change because she was holding it? And so that would have affected by, I guess, the drug that she took so that she would, would be outside the stream of changes? No, I, it was changing because she still, the drug that she took was only going to affect her. Right. Not right. anything she was holding on to. Okay. 
Because I wasn't sure if, okay, is it going to fade if it's sitting, just sitting there? Is the daughter's name going to fade or is the daughter going to never have existed or what? I don't understand. I'm confused. Well, it kind of went through that point in time. The name went away and then it came back and then it went away. Yeah, that's what I meant. So, and it didn't stabilize until she picked it up. So I was like, was it affected by her picking it up? I think she was. Is it outside of the stream of changes? I think she was just happy the fact that her daughter was still her daughter and didn't disappear. Yeah. Which was kind of curious because that could happen also. Yeah. So, but it, interestingly enough, things that aren't affected by this would be, you know, uh, apparently her clothes didn't change the whole entire time. So. I'm saying exactly. <laughs> uh, it's outside of time. So it could be whatever she's touching. I. So could she do that with a person? I don't think so. I really think it's in the blood and I think it is. I just think her clothes not changing was part of, you know, let's not freak out people on TV. <laughs> That's a I little bit with much. That. Like how how we we can't change this, <laughs> right? There's some things we just need to draw the line at. Yeah, because that's what it was in the movie. Like they, whenever they time traveled, they had to be naked, but they don't have to do that on the show, right? Yeah, this is a little bit different on this one. Yeah, which makes things a lot easier for TV. This is true. Speaking of changes, mm-hmm. what an awesome moment it was when Jones was catching up all the scientists about what happened and um, what's his name. Yeah. Your favorite person ever. Well, no, the other, the one of the other scientists is like, well, what happened to me? She's like, oh, you died. He's like, yeah, oh. I like this timeline a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> and then Michael Hogan's in the scene. Yeah. And we're like, okay, who is he? And he gets up and you don't remember me at all. And she's like, no. And she's married to Colonel uh, Saul Ty. It's yes. awesome. All this has happened before. It will happen again. <sighs> I, I was just missing the eye patch. <laughs> it's so good to see um, uh, Hogan back on TV again. Always. And it's not Battlestar Galactica, but still, I am so looking forward to seeing what he brings to this uh, show. I think it's going to be great. Oh, for sure. Like, I don't think I've seen him anything that I hate. Oh, no. Not at all. But even more so is like, you know, with this one, he, he was married to her, which is a totally different thing that she's not ready for at all. Yeah, yeah. And then he's, you know, one of the, what do you say? How'd it go? It was like, one of the things I liked the most was breaking down your walls. Now I get to do it all over again. <laughs> it's a love story. Man, I told you, Jones and Cassie aren't there for the love. They're on a mission. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Things can change. This is true. I want to know if he, he if he ever lets frack fly or anything. You know? <laughs> the frack. Get over here, boy. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the right channel. So, now that we've uh, seen the making of major changes in the past, mm-hmm. that it affects the future, I actually already talked about that part. Well, we can talk about the part where major changes in the past affected the future. <laughs> With a, a certain phone call that happens. Like, that was cool. She's like, I told you not to contact me here. Oh, yes. When he uh, Cole decides to call Jones in the past. Yeah. 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 Put a note in your notebook and say that yeah, I called. No, I'm not going to do it. I didn't feel like doing it. It's like, clearly I know that and you're still there. So, no. <laughs> but that was right after they checked into the Emerson Hotel. You know, yeah. Yeah. That you could tell it was a nice hotel at one time, mm-hmm. but now it had turned into the no-tell motel. Of course. <laughs> and Jennifer was having her whole prime 
607 prime number issues. Yes. Which was interesting because I was trying to figure out how, okay, Jones's phone number started with 607. Mm-hmm. So why did he get the 607 room? Was it just a fluke or was it because it was a prime number or? Maybe the prime number thing is super important. Maybe it's like lost and we'll figure out the numbers later. And what are the numbers of lost? I don't remember right now. Oh, you don't remember now. You had it. No, seriously. I, I had it in my head the last time, but I, I'm I'm kind of drugged right now. I went to the dentist earlier. Okay. All right. You can fly. I'm sorry. Because, you know, you spit them out last time. I did. I had them on my mind, but blame Jarrett for that. I told you. It was yep, his fault. Yep, yep. Okay. Now, he could tell you them automatically. So. 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. There you go. Good job. <laughs> Anyhow, there's a geek moment of today. So. Let's go back to um, where are we at? Oh, the the prime numbers issue. Yeah. So Jennifer is having all her issues. She's seeing Olivia through most of these scenes, which was a really interesting flash forward, flashback into her brain and everything yeah. else. Like I was really confused with this. Like, wait a minute, is this really happening, or is, is Jennifer having one of her moments where she needs to be medicated? What's going on? And then, well, that's where I was at too. I'm like, okay, what's you know. What's up with this? But then we kind of get the solid answer that Jennifer actually is able to see the future. Yeah. Now, this was hinted at during the first season. Right, when she was in the future with the daughters, right? Right. But it was also it was hinted at a little bit in the uh, past ones, too, with, like, the Red Forest and stuff like that. Yes. And it was one of those things that was like, can she? And it, But now we know that, yes, she actually can see these changes, too, which is really interesting with her. Yeah. Because she's prime, which means that she's a special kind of special girl. She is a very special girl, and she's my favorite girl, she basically. Is. Well, actually, all the girls are awesome. Like, Jones is killer. Uh, Cassie's been kicking major butt. And we got Jennifer. There isn't anybody on the show that I don't like their character. It's a really great ensemble. There's no there's no character, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not too sure about you. Yeah, everybody has something to do. Like, even Deacon. Well, I did have my issues with Deacon before, but now he's come into this point. I'm like, I like him more because before he just seemed like the, like a token um, bad, bad character guy. that was just there to be cookie cutter bad guy. Right, exactly. He was always oh, one of those guys again. Okay, so yeah, but go. now he's layered and he has actual purpose, and it's complicated because he and Cassie seem to have something going on too. You noticed that too, huh? Yes, it did. Holding so, like that's why she doesn't care about Cole. He's weak. Bounce, bow wow. How you doing? Mm. Cole can't catch a break. <laughs> They need to go to the Emerson to the no-tell. And, of course, now we know that Jennifer is a little bit in love with Cole, too. Yeah, there's that. But they're really not having a good time. They aren't. They're they're not having a good relationship. Yeah, like she has no purpose. Poor baby. So after they go to room 210, you Mm -hmm. know, after, you know, being told if they break it, they buy it, and Jennifer decides to break everything. Mm -hmm. When the manager made that phone call, Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I was expecting the Army show up and take Cole. For sure. I was not expecting him to take him to room 607. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting bad things to happen. So, the now, this is one of the interesting things I found. They're taken to the room, which has all the old 1944 stuff in it, and mm-hmm. a bunch of other things are in the room as well. Mm-hmm. And if you look around the room, it's been used throughout the years. Yeah. Sure, most of the stuff is old-timey-wimey, but there's a tab can. And if time travel has taught us anything, it's that even Marty McFly can't get a tab in the past. This is true. It was the first thing I thought of. Like, 
that's not from the 1950s, 1940s. Because what happens when you ask for a tab? They say, you want a coffee first? <laughs> so Cole does manage to save Jennifer by from herself, which results in her finding her own purpose. Well, I was expecting the, the I guess, the concierge, even before we found this part out, because Jennifer mentioned something about him knowing or him having been there before. And then he's like, no, no, I've never been here before. So I was expecting the, the doorman or the concierge to be like, oh, yeah, hotel, motel, whatever. But I was expecting him to look up and say, oh, hey, you again. Well, I don't think he did. I think that the manager guy noticed, but he he said that. He goes, you look an awful lot like the guy in this picture. Yeah. Well, yeah, at that point in time. But I was expecting something earlier, like something tipped me off that, okay, he's been here before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It it was it was all weird. Why? How did? Uh, well, we know that Jennifer can see the future. I guess you can see the past. How did she know to go to that hotel? Right. And the whole yeah, it's. I, I thinking we'll figure this out later on. Oh yeah, it'll be interesting. You know, because I think last season we ended up going back and catching more of the hints. Like, oh, that's what that meant. Right. But after, you know, Jennifer finds her purpose and leaves, which I thought mm-hmm. was really cool. Well, she got really depressed when she saw the, you know, picture of Cassie and Cole together. Because they'll see each other again. Because she's got a thing for Cole also. Yeah, she does. Uh, a little otter eye thing going on there. Otter eyes. <laughs> um, it makes you wonder what the purpose is that she came up with and what the daughters are actually up to. I have no idea what they could possibly be up to. But I think they're they mean good. Because if they didn't, she would have used the virus. Oh, I agree. But maybe she's changed herself, and that's a whole, yeah. But the, we had the daughters before, after they had used the virus also. So I, we're yeah. going to have to find out more about that. I'm really interested in it. Um, she uh, looks like, well, who was it? Olivia from? Oh, 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 The oh, grown-up oh. Olivia from Beetlejuice? Yes. <laughs> that was what I caught when, you know, the first time I saw her. But I, that was kind of, she had a little thing going on there so um 2044 ramses is back and uh apparently nobody's happy to see him oh yes no one likes ramses in the future because he was working with uh, the army right but he was doing it to help his son so of course cassie takes that opportunity to use his son well the one thing I liked about that is, you know, when he was being waterboarded by Deacon, which was rather interesting. Yeah. He pokes at Deacon and goes, dude, you know what? When your uh, dad was beating your mom to death, guess who called the cops? That's right. I saved your whole family. That was, I don't, that was weird. That was really weird. So you went and visited Deacon? I don't understand. Why would you do that? You stalked Deacon and did that or did, yeah. Or did you you mean to help him? And if you meant to help him, why are you taunting him with it now? Or did you mean to help him? Or did you set him up? Or what did you do? This is like the whole old Ramses I'm not really sure about. Yeah, I'm not sure about that either. But the whole thing with Cassie, it shows us how much she's changed that she uses the kid against him. Oh, yeah. Not that I thought. I didn't think she'd actually hurt him. Well, I didn't think either. But she knows how the the one thing that will break him. Yeah. Because that's the only thing in time travel that Ramses was after was his son. Right. He's like, here you go. I'm not going to tell you I'm going to hurt him, but I'm not going to tell you I'm not going to hurt him. So how about you just tell us what we want to know? It was interesting. We'll have to see how that works. The conversation between Cassie and Cole where he said he had killed a lot of people, but nothing changed until he saved somebody. 
Yeah. That was an interesting factor because he has killed quite a few people in this show. This is true. And, and that was after, like, he had changed himself. Right. And now Cassie's moved into that killing instead of saving mode that he was in. So she's going to have to change again. And the fact that we got that 1944 picture show makes us see that at some point in time, they start to bond again. Or they're faking it, one of the two. I don't think they were faking it. We'll have to see. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's about it all we got on this episode. You got anything else? Now, that's pretty much it from this episode. I enjoyed it, and I'm just looking forward to see where they go next. I think this one was more of a uh, setting things up episode for what's to come. Well, yeah, we had to advance the plot a little bit and kind of... Um, I, I, with the virus, now we're, we're, we're kind of moving away from that phase and moving on to where the 12 who went back. I think it was only like seven or eight. Who, how many went back? Exactly. It's, however many went back, we're moving more on to that phase and with the witness and stuff like that. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to next week. I mean, it's it's stellar performance by the cast and crew and the writers and everything else uh, filming everything. Loving right. It. It's a lot of fun. So, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. We both got a lot of different articles on there, and there are tons of awesome writers filling the site up with amazing fandom articles. Definitely, and for more time-traveling goodness, you can check out our Legends of Tomorrow recap, or come on back next week. We'll be returning with a recap of 12 Monkeys, Episode 3, entitled 100 Years. I love it. And if you have any thoughts or comments about this episode, let us know in the comment section below, or hit us up on the Twitter or the Facebook page. Until then... Laters. And watch out for those paradoxes.